in a world overrun with formula movies and lame Hollywood reboots, two brothers from separate mothers scour the outer edges of entertainment to separate the potential cult classics from the B-movie bombs. They watch the films so you don't have to. They are the Keepers of the Frame. Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of The Keeper's Little Fringe. Uh, we took a week off because we were partying hard from our 50th, in a, in a 50th anniversary, 50th <laughs> episode that we just recorded. Uh, but we're back and in, uh, well rested and in brand new f- form and function. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're I, full of beans, sir. <laughs> not today. None of these things are true. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm Derek, and with me, as always, is the Lobot to my Lando, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm good. Like, How you doing, man? All what, right. What, what the hell? Oh, no. I don't know what this is. <sighs> so, how are you doing? You know, I couldn't complain did so you, much. Did you have a nice Easter and all that? Nice. Yeah, that was nice, yeah. Did, did, a little turkey, oh, a little nice. uh, fucking uh, eggs. And I had some ham. You. Ham, I had turkey and ham. Whoa, turkey and ham. Yeah. Sounds like a city in England. I come from Turkenham. That was not an English accent in any way, shape, or form. No. <laughs> uh, you must have went to Keanu's school of, uh, of accents. <laughs> Whoa. Carfax Abbey. <laughs> that was a bad accent. We were just bad. talking about Keanu and his shitty accents earlier, if you're wondering where that came from. Yeah. So, let's get on to the good stuff, is it? <laughs> I, am I, apparently I'm drunk. Um, so, there's, actually, we can talk about that a little. There's been some, a little update on Bill and Ted's 3. It's looking like it's a little closer to being a reality, but still not a reality as of yet. Yeah, but it looks like it's in... In the realm of happening. Yeah. Like, I I started an interview with the writers, and it had a little with um, Bill and Ted, but <laughs> but everybody's gung-ho to do it, and yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody's gung-ho to see it. Yeah, even people are... I've been surprised how many people are gung-ho to see it. I would love to see it. And it uh. makes sense with the story... Like, you know, because they were supposed to do it in the future. Right. And the fact that they didn't do it yet. Right. That That's awesome. Perfect. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I so, they got to bring Death back. They so got to bring him back. Yeah, as far as I know, he is involved. And he want yeah, he, know, he said he wanted to do it, so. Yeah, but I guess he's officially <laughs> in there. <laughs> they Melvin to me. <laughs> you think of my battleship. <laughs> He was so awesome. He was my favorite part of Bill and Ted, too. Yeah. But, anyway... That, bonus story. That was actually a bonus story. Oh, great. <laughs> so now let's get to the real meat. Uh, our first real story um, is about um, a big... They're going to be doing 
they're looking to do a big screen adaptation of a comic book called Nemesis, which was done by the great Mark Miller, who did Kick-Ass, uh, Hit Girl, a uh, bunch of other stuff. Uh, he wrote the Wanted comic book, which turned out to be a bad movie, but that's not his fault. Anytime you want to chime in there. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but... um. So, Nemesis... I've only read a little of it. I, re- basically, I vaguely remember it, but... It basically, it was kind of... um. You could kind of say it was a like an evil version of Batman, like this this villain who's just uh, wicked smart and um, and and uh, you know he's like the best of the best and all that. He's the best. Oh, right. <laughs> and, and the story and the story is basically. That was that was lovely. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you have to finish it once you start doing it. <laughs> the story is basically um, that he where was oh yeah so he challenges the police and in, in cities and he comes to in the, the story he comes to Washington D.C. to to challenge us like. S- cop who's like the the best of the best he's oh. <laughs> <laughs> um around and it was a really good story it was and of course being that it's a mark miller story it was bloody as hell um it was a good stuff so now have you read it like you've been reading it it was only it was. a mini series yeah but yeah i read the whole mini series um, so according to the Hollywood Reporter, um, Sue Kroll, after 24 years at Warner Brothers, is stepping down and launching her own production company. And she's already lining up some, what the hell is this? My freaking computer just went nutty. Um, she's already lining up some big projects. And one of those big projects might be Nemesis. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, that'd be very interesting. I'd like to see that. I think I get that one mixed up with one of his other ones. Superior? Was that one too? Superior was his Superman-like character. Actually, no, actually, kind of almost more of a Captain Marvel Shazam character. Shazam! Because it's it's like a kid who gets turned into superior. Yeah, because when I stopped reading comics, I did it in a weird spot. Kind of like I just decided to stop. (laughs) So I left a lot of of things. Yeah. 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 But, uh. You were killing me. It was too much. I know. I know. But. We love Mark Miller's stuff. He always does cool stuff. And this is a great book. And it'll be an, it will be interesting as a movie. It's definitely going to be R rated. Yeah, I think all of his stuff cuz they don't they don't pull any punches. So, that could be cool. Yeah, I mean, I vaguely remember it and I'm down for it. 
One thing I like is that the character wears an all-white costume. So that's kind of interesting for a villain to do. So we'll keep our eye on that as more information comes. That'll be something to look forward to. Cool. I, I like to see them branching out with the superhero movies and stuff from the Marvel and the DC. Didn't he, um... No. Didn't he sell his Malar <laughs> World to, to ne- Net- Netflix? Netflix, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is not a part of it. Because it, I think this was already... The rights were already sold yeah, before, before the whole Netflix thing. So cool. Let's move on, shall we? Wrap it up, fuzzball. From Mark Miller to Garth Ennis, who is also another uh, extreme writer who's done some extreme stuff, including one of... Extreme! Uh, including one of our favorite series of all time, and I think you read the whole thing, and that is The Boys. The Boys. I think I might have. I think you, yeah. And um, so we've already talked before about them um, bringing The Boys to Amazon Prime. It's kind of weird when you say it like that, but the title of the book is The Boys. Uh, and... I love I love the boys. I love the series. Oops. It's so messed uh, up. <laughs> it's so messed up. Again, this is Garth Ennis's version of the superheroes. And um if you know of Garth Ennis, you know he actually hates superheroes. Um <laughs> it's weird. He he loves writing comics, but he hates superheroes. And and if you've read the boy if you haven't read the boys, you need to fucking read the boys. It's such a good series. It, but as Chris said, it's a little messed up. Yeah. A little bit. Basically, it's it, it takes it from the point of if you could, all the fucked up things you might think in your head if you got superpowers, that's what these people do. Yeah, if you add reality to that mix. Yeah. And how much people suck. <laughs> and what <laughs> and they would do with those powers. And if, yeah. And the boys are a group that are put together and they have, they are given superpowers, basically. And they're, they're put together to, um, keep them in check there. Yeah. To like police the superheroes and watch over them. And, you know, fucking keep them under control as much as possible. So, I'm really looking forward to this. And the latest news is that the main character of the well, one of the main characters, the leader of the boys, uh character by the name of Billy Butcher is going to be played by none other than Carl Urban. Well, I'm a drink with him. Look <laughs> <laughs> that Carl Urban. Car, I like that Carl Urban. <laughs> mm. It's going to be good to see some Carl Urban in this show there. I like that Carl Urban. <laughs> He's good. Uh, Which. This is pretty f***ed up right here. I feel a little mixed on because. I like Carl Urban, yes. but I don't picture him as that. Right. But he might really nail it. But Right. And I, there, I there's also the thing him. that this particular character, Billy Butcher, is actually British. 
So there's that too. So I don't know if they're just gonna if they're gonna have Carl Urban try to do British, or if they're just gonna say fuck the British and. Well, what the hell is he? Isn't he? Isn't he foreign? Carl Urban? Yeah. That's a good question. I think that he... I don't think so. I think he is. Maybe. Look it up. Uh-huh. Oh, fine. I'll look it up. <laughs> you might be right. But actually, I, think I don't is, think... I don't think... I don't think Bill... Yeah, he's definitely... Has, uh, has an accent already. I can't remember what it... I don't think Butcher... I believe Butcher wasn't British. I think he was from... Maybe from Wales... Or Irish. Something like that. Hmm. I'm trying to remember now. Now, the other thing that's interesting about this show, about this comic, is that one of the characters um, was actually... The series was drawn by artist Derek Robertson, and one of the characters is actually modeled off of Simon Pegg. So I wonder if they're going to try to get Simon Pegg to do it. <laughs> That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be perfect. That would be awesome, but I don't I don't know. Yeah. Well, um Well, yeah, we know Carl Urban was Scourge and Thor Ragnarok, and he was in Lord of the Rings, so you might be right. Yeah, he's been, he's done a lot of stuff. I know. I'm just saying that you wouldn't <laughs> no, no. wouldn't first come to your mind about him? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. But that's cool. So, I'm... Oh, man, I'm so excited, but I can't wait till this comes out. Yeah, I'm glad to hear <laughs> it's like, at least be so awesome. It's moving forward. Yeah. Like, that's... We haven't... That's the first casting I've... any Or anything I've heard, so... Yeah, so that's really good news. And... And though I don't exactly see him for that character, it's a... He's a good pick anyway. So. Right, yeah, definitely. I concur. You can't go wrong with Carl Urban. So we'll keep. We'll also keep our ears open for any more news on that because I want to know when that comes out. But next up, laugh it up, fuzzball. We have a, another potential reboot or revival or something. And that's an, a movie that we loved as children called The Last Starfighter. And right now, there's only rumors about it coming out, um, about them doing a reboot. But there's been, you know, it's been going on for a long time now. Rumors. I guess the writer of Rogue One. Yes. Huh. He, I don't... Do you have the story, or did you read the story? Or? I read the story. Yes, <clears throat> I have the story. As soon as it, as soon as I can get it up. Oh, it's always gonna be one, doesn't it? I don't know why I don't. So yeah, um, the last Starfighter was a great movie where a kid was playing a video game. I think it was just The Last Starfighter. Was the game The Last Starfighter? Yeah. Yeah. And he beats the game, and then all of a sudden this alien spaceship comes down. And yeah, it was really a training yeah. exercise. Yeah. Or- and they take him away, and he joins the 
Galactic Armada or whatever. Yeah. I'm a little fuzzy on the details. It's been a long time. <laughs> but it was a good movie. It was, yeah. And I don't know if it's going to... Although I haven't gone back and watched it lately, but I think it still... It still holds up. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the only thing, you know, the obviously the effects are... Right, yeah. It was in the 80s, so... They're very computer-generated. <laughs> like, I think it might have been one of the first movies that that really did that. I, extent, yeah, I, I think, think so, yeah. Like that. I think. There's something about that I can't remember, but... Yeah. It don't it doesn't uh hold up that well there. Unfortunately. <laughs> now it looks like a video game. Um but so the the uh co writer of Rogue One, Gary Witta, is teasing a revival project of The Last Starfighter on his Twitter. He's he's put out a couple interesting tweets. Um about a project he's working on and one that showed some concept artwork of some ships and stuff and uh like a star base and stuff that looks suspiciously like the stuff the vehicles from the last starfighter oh really i didn't see that yeah so while he didn't come out he hasn't come out and said um that he's doing the last starfighter yet He's hinting at it big time. And then he tweeted out another tweet and he showed a picture of somebody. I think he might have shown a picture from the movie of the, of the main character playing the video game or somebody playing the, the last Starfighter game. So. Yeah, Lance Guest is still around. I don't know if he would. Mm. He was the guy in the uh, the kid in the first one. Yeah, so and I know the um, his girlfriend. She was on. She on, on in the movie. She was said on Twitter that she's down for it. She oh, was, really? Yeah. Yeah. See, there's a couple of the pictures there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely the ship there. Oh yeah. Huh? So what? No. So. That would be sweet. So you're up for that? I would enjoy that. Oh, oh, I don't know if I would... Reboot. Maybe like a continuation, not a complete reboot. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't know for sure if it's going to be a reboot or a continuation or what, but... I think I like that more. I don't like trying to like act like the original didn't happen. Right, yeah. You don't have to like have the main characters... Like, don't bring Lance Guest back and then hand solo him. <laughs> you know, <don't> know. <laughs> like, no! Old man Starfighter. You know, to bring everybody back and kill him and don't do that. But Yeah. But, yeah. And the guy that played, oh, what is his name? Oh, it's right there. Oh, come on. Oh, great. You don't remember it well enough, but you remember the no. guy that, that came to like to bring him to space. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was fucking awesome. And oh, I can't remember his shit, damn name. Yeah. Oh, I the character bad. or the actor? Either. I know. I can't remember. I don't know why I bothered asking. I can't remember either. <laughs> either. 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 It's right there too, but I can't. Um. But anyway, he's not around anymore, so that sucks. I always liked the ship design of the last Starfighter. I always thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. 
I like the the death blossom thing. With yes, the- that was awesome. So, uh, and looks like from those those pictures I just showed you that they're keeping the a sim at least a similar, if not exact, ship design. I think that could so be really cool. cool if they, you know, because now the what they can do with effects now. Oh right, yeah, it'll be amazing. Oh yeah, they could do something really awesome. I don't know how. And I think they could still keep it as a video game, you know, because they had like say, some yeah. kind of like remote area. It was like a trailer park in the fucking. Yeah, I don't remember where it was. Yeah, but, that's right. Yeah. You know, you yeah. could just have that like at a near a fucking um, laundry or something. Yeah, <laughs> machine somebody plays. And, <laughs> you know, there's nothing else to do out there. Or they you could still have it. They could do it as like a VR game or something, and then come to their house. Yeah, but I think it has to be. A remote a area, enough yeah. low key that yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Is, yeah, maybe you know, unless they want to go another route where they're trying to like recruit, you know, mm. on you know, thousands of people and like mm. I don't know, mm. a couple of different ways you could go there. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we're out for uh, a new last starfighter. Yeah, that would that's be definitely that's definitely a movie that deserves some more love. I yeah. think they were going to do a sequel at one point, weren't they? Many many moons ago. I don't know. I think that there might have been potential for that, but, but I don't really know how it did overall. Yeah, I don't. For some either. reason, I don't think it was like a big hit or anything. Even though it's beloved by all of us. Yeah, it's one of those that takes time to... Yeah. I mean, I think... I don't know anybody that didn't like it when they saw it, but... Right, yeah. I don't think it really lit up the box office when it came out. You know? Yeah. Well, it's perfect for Keepers of the Fringe. So... Great movie. Let's move on, shall we? Okay. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Next up, we have a rumor about the Venom movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, this is a rumor, but the rumor is, of course, we've heard the rumor that Carnage is going to be in it. And the rumor is that Carnage will be played by Woody Harrelson. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah. Where'd you hear that? I have not seen that anywhere. I have an article that mentions it. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it is. Now, it also mentions that... um, Carnage will probably not be in the movie that much, which is interesting. Oh, not shocking either. They said possibly at the end or even just an end credit scene. Oh. Which is weird. No. As I said before, I don't want it, but if you're going to give it to me, give me the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make, don't, I don't want to come back. Do it all in this. Yeah. Let's see how it works. And then you can think about a future movie. Yeah. But don't be teasing shit for another movie that nobody gives a fuck about. So, um, that hashtag show reported the rumor. And uh, Bleeding Cool has has almost confirmed it. Or they're claiming to confirm it, but it's huh. not official. See, I wouldn't really picture that either, but I don't totally hate it, though, but yeah, I don't know. I think about 
I don't know. When I think about Woody Harrelson, though, then you can think of things like True Detective, or even going back to um, Cheers. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the uh, Natural Born Killers. Oh. Wow, took him to a brain fart. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I couldn't think of him playing somebody crazy, but I'm like, oh, he did. That's right. right yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yeah, he did. He has done it. Um, he's done. He's done serious stuff. And even um, uh, the last Planet of the Apes movie, War for the Planet of the Apes. He was a little crazy in that too. Not yeah. Cletus Cassidy crazy, but yeah. So I mean. I don't think it's entirely out of the question. It's no. just not the direction I would have thought of. Yeah, it's a weird... I mean, how old is he? He's probably... He's got to be getting up there. Yeah. Like, I just think it's weird to be casting older. Yeah. For things that you potentially want to be, like, ongoing a series. Right, yeah. Well, they might kill off Carnage. They though, might, you know? yeah. I don't know, it's like weird and interesting at the same time. It's we're interesting. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm. No. No. Yeah, like there's there's certain there's things about this movie that are intriguing, but I still feel And then there's things that really be. concern me. A fucking train wreck. Yeah. So hmm. I don't I don't know how to feel about it. I don't either. <laughs> At this point, I'm kind of like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Whatever, man. Do whatever, man, because I have no... I definitely don't have any hope that this is going to be an awesome movie, so... Yeah, it could be. But it could be. I'm not getting that vibe. Right. Hey, maybe we'll be fucking surprised. Who knows? But I doubt it. See, it's good for setting the bar low, so... <laughs> exactly. That's what I said. So, so when is it going to have to do that much to <laughs> to wow me at this point? Yeah, that's that's one thing in their favor. Just to be coherent, pretty much. Is- <laughs> We're not expecting much. So, aside from being in a complete train wreck, it'll be a decent film. And even if it is a complete train wreck, train wreck, um. Maybe that'll be good. Who knows? Because, you know, you know we've seen plenty of good train wrecks. It's possible. And we've seen some really bad ones. Yeah, so it's kind of in a sweet spot right now. Yeah, actually. It really <laughs> right is. in the little sweet little pocket there. If it's good, that's fantastic. If it's not, that's hey, cool, too, I guess. Can, that's what we were expecting. But yeah, so so congratulations on that one. And I think at this point, any of news like this that comes out, none of it. There's nothing now that I'm going to be like upset about or worried about, or because yeah. it's it's in that sweet spot. So they could come out and say, "Fucking Whoopi Goldberg is going to be playing Carnage," and I'd be like, "Yeah." We'll Whatever. What do with it? <laughs> I guess. I Maybe know. I don't know. She's a little crazy. We could, you know. 
Yeah, it's kind of in a spot where they could add or <laughs> or take away anything, and it doesn't really change how I feel about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so. That's brilliant. I know, right? I don't know how they did that. But. I don't. Well, the sad thing is, I don't think they did it on purpose. <laughs> well, maybe they did. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe, like, we're making this. I know nobody gives a shit about it, but hey, it's happening. Dude, this is pretty f***ed up right here. All right. Let's move on, shall we? Oh, okay. Laugh it up, fuzzball. So, next up, um, we have some news from the Stephen King universe. And that is <laughs> that, um, according to a Hollywood reporter, the Stephen King novel, Tommy, the Tommy knockers is set to be taken on by James Wan, who did the, co- the conjuring and Roy Lee, the producer behind it, the conjuring. So, the, dis- the Tommy Knockers, here's a description of the novel. Writer Bobby Anderson became, becomes obsessed with digging up something she's found buried in the woods near her home. With the help of her friend, Jim Gardner, she uncovers an alien spaceship. <laughs> that, that's not in the <laughs> Uh, though exposure to the Tommy knockers who piloted the alien craft has detrimental effects on residents' health, the people of Haven develop a talent for creating innovative devices under its increasingly malignant influence. At least it wasn't the fart knockers. <laughs> the fart knockers. That was, they're the worst. <laughs> Actually, I just recently watched the miniseries of the Tommyknockers. Now, I was going to say, I don't really know a whole lot about this. I've never read the book. I haven't seen the miniseries. It's not good. I know that much. It's really not good. I tried to... I keep going through spurts. I went through a Stephen King spurt where I was just watching all kinds of shit. So it's a TV miniseries, right? Yeah. And when about did it come out? Probably like the 90s-ish. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. It was? Yeah. Yeah. But you haven't read the book, right? No. So. Yeah, I think I heard that the book was pretty good, though. Yeah, it's... um, I think it's it's the second best-selling Stephen King book in its hardcover release. It even outsold it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we used to have a buddy that was really, like, he read all the Stephen King books. Yeah, well, yeah. I think that was one of his that he liked a lot. So. Yeah, I've only read a couple of Stephen King books. Yeah, I, me too. Um, so... I know you say the miniseries sucked, but what about the story? Is it well? What you know of it? It's kind of interesting. I mean that it kind of um, the ship it starts taking over people's minds and stuff, like they unearth it, and then it's like affecting everybody in the area. <clears throat> Why is it what what the hell's the Tommy knockers? Where'd that come from? Oh 
they explain it, but I can't remember. Okay. I think it's something off like a, like an old childhood, uh, like rhyme or something. Oh, okay. Or something like that. I think that's what it was. Or was that the Lingoliers? I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) It was bad. That's what I'm telling you. I don't remember. (laughs) Okay. All right. No, I'm I'm, I'm really bad at retaining things. I am too, yeah. Because there's such a constant stream of input coming in. Yeah, I know. Unless it really leaves a mark with me. Yeah, like, yeah. I forget it. I know. I'm I'm the exact same way. Yeah, which sucks, but... I don't sexually read a book or anything. Like I can't. I mean, I I retain the basic essence of it. But if someone goes, oh, you know, go into detail about, I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah, I know. Even if I just read it, I. Can't. <laughs> I know, and it sucks. Yeah, I hate. Well, I attribute that to smoking a lot of pot when I was here. I don't know what your <laughs> excuse is, but I don't know. I just have always had a bad memory. Well, you were always around when we were smoking lots of pot, maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, contact. Maybe. Uh, fucked you up there. Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Oh. This is a little thing I got to clarify. The last episode, I was talking about, I couldn't remember if it was episode 52 or 53. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which this would be 53. Right. But the reason that I was thinking it, because I could add two to fucking 50. <laughs> I was like, is it 53? Because what I was thinking is that thing that we did was the, the Last Jedi um, oh. view. But that was not. That was for the uh, New Society of Geeks. Yeah, but it like, uh, came my up in my podcast. head and I was like, Wait, right. there's something else we did. So was it 53? But no, that was not a. Keepers thing. I see. I just had to clarify. <laughs> Especially the way that you cut it, it never resolved. And I was like, oh, it's. <laughs> Dude, this is pretty f-ed up right here. I was like, I have to fucking remedy that shit. <laughs> so, anyway, the Tommy Knockers. Tommy Knockers. Tommy Knockers. Eh, could be interesting. Yeah, I've. See, I haven't read much, many of his books, but I've pretty much seen <laughs> all of the movies and stuff. Yeah. And even when they're not great, there's still... The essence of what the story is, I enjoy. Right. Even if they're not nailing it. Yeah. But. Gotcha. I gotcha. All right, so let's move on, shall we? Uh, Next! Laugh it up, fuzzball. So... This this is getting crazy. We talked we've talked previously in previous episodes about uh Amazon doing a Lord of the Rings show series. And now the word is that they they've already committed to a five year series before even shooting the first episode. They've already committed to five years. Hmm. Now, here's some other interesting tidbits. Amazon paid $250 million for the rights to the Tolkien novels. And it's going to be one of the most expensive series ever. 
as I said, they committed to a five season run and it's expected to cost over $1 billion. Damn. Damn. Good damn. Um, so. That always blows my mind. I know, right? Not to get all Greenpeace on people and shit. <laughs> like, think of all the awful shit in the world. That you could be spending that money on. Yeah, and then you're like, hey, we're going to make some, some show that <laughs> we really could do without, but. So, uh, attorney Matt Galsor, who was who represented the Tolkien estate and was the chief architect of the deal. Um, He had this to say. This is the most complicated deal I've ever seen, but it was handled relatively quickly in a way that brought the parties together in a close relationship. It was tough, but everybody liked each other and felt like a team more as the deal closed. So... I remember reading something that it might have some connection to the Jackson. I'm about to get to that. Oh, sorry. So, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) So, the report says that uh, Amazon may use some material from the films in the series. Um, So, New Line co-president Carolyn Blackwood, Warner Brothers Picture Group Chairman Toby Emmerich were brought into the deal-making process. As far as Peter Jackson's involvement, he's welcome to be an executive producer if he wants to, but he has not said yet if he's going to be involved or not. Um, Peter Jackson's attorney, Peter Nelson, had this to say. It's very much a creature of the times. We are in an era where streamers are bidding up the price of programming. I think Amazon is taking a page out of the studio's emphasis on franchises. They also are realizing that with the overproduction of television, you need to get the eyeballs to the screen, and you can do that with franchise titles. Now, we've we've said it before. There's a lot of shit out there to watch. A lot of shit, and a, a lot of good shit. Not all of it's good, but there's a lot of good shit. So, I see what he's saying there. Yeah, you wanna you wanna bring something. You wanna give people something they know. Yes, it's, it's got the name recognition. I'm like, ooh, Lord right? Of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, I mean, hell, I mean, that's why we're talking about it because they maybe should have done it before the Hobbit trilogy. That was like- Oh, and took the shine. Dude, this is pretty up right here. But I don't know. How do people feel about that? The Hobbit ones. I don't know. I don't know. I'm under the general consensus is they weren't that great, but maybe yeah. people did like it. I don't know. I don't. I th- yeah. I don't think people loved it, but I haven't heard a lot of like visceral hatred for it either. Um. So Amazon's doing a couple other shows. A couple of other billion-dollar series, including one called The Three-Body Problem. Interesting. And they're also doing a Conan the Barbarian series, which have we talked about that before? I think we mentioned it. I think we did, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, the only thing we do know about The Lord of the Rings is that it's going to be set in Middle-Earth... Uh, it's going to explore story, new storylines preceding the Fellowship of the Rings. Fellowship of the Ring, excuse me. 
Um, and the deal also includes a potential additional spinoff series. Oh, man. Yeah. So. They're putting a lot of eggs in that basket. Yeah, they are. So it's, it looks like, it sounds like it's going to be like a prequel to the Fellowship, which is interesting. It's weird. It is weird. They're going to do like well, a I mean, young, there is a gap between The Hobbit and that, but. Yeah. They're going to do like Young Gandalf or something. <laughs> well, they can't because he was still old even in The Hobbit. He could still be around, though. Baby Frodo. Baby Frodo's. <laughs> 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 so well, what's the what's the timeline? Isn't there like a hundred year difference or something? Like or something like that. I'm not sure, so I can't commit to that. But you might be right. You may be right. You may mm. be right. You <laughs> may be right. <laughs> Just. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking for sorry. Anywho, so yeah, one level, I think that they should do their own thing and not. I agree. Have any Peter Jackson, any of that shit in there? I agree. Yeah, which they could do if even you know even if they're doing a like prequel sort of thing. I don't know. It is weird. I like stories in Middle Earth. I don't know. It's like one of those stories that I don't think you can fuck around with too much and people will be happy about it. Yeah. So I'm kind of a mix of a mixed mixed mind about it. On the one half I'm kind of like in like mm interesting Lord of the Rings show that could be interesting. But then on the other hand I'm like mm could also go very bad. Well, it could cover that whole part where they where they make the rings and uh, get True. them out to yeah, they could, yeah. the men and the dwarves and right that whole part that's covered in the... Yeah, they could do that. That could be interesting. That, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, that could be. And get a little more on Sauron there. Like, I don't feel like I really know yeah. too much. Right. The kind of, he's kind of, he's kind of like the emperor was before the prequels, like he's the big bad guy, but you don't really know anything about him. Yeah, not a per lot. se. So there is now that I'm thinking about it, there is a little time there that could be interesting yeah. to get into. Yeah, you're and right. they get all the rings and then right. see how it slowly falls apart. To, yeah, yeah, corrupt them and right. Yeah, and then you could kind of do it. Like you could you could bounce around the different races too, like you yeah. could, the humans, the elves, the dwarves, as they're all going down that route of of um, being corrupted by the rings. And you could see the race before they were the race and all that shit. And right, yeah. yeah. There is, I guess, and, there is a little nugget of time you could do there. And if they're already committing to a five year a five-season series, and they're already throwing all this money at it. Yeah, I don't see why they couldn't do that. Hmm. I wonder if they're doing that. That's the only thing that really makes sense. Especially if you do it beforehand. And you know what I mean? It might be the only really interesting thing, too. Yeah. Like, if that was the pitch, I'd be like, oh, I would like to see that. Right, yeah. I would, too, yeah. Hmm. And then if you... Then if it was with the movies, then you could watch it 
before the movies and be like, right. hey, look yeah. at these right in there. And uh, mm. you go from The Hobbit to that. To the- but it, because it also, so it also sounds like they are going to do, keep it in the same continuity as the movies. I say if they're covering that area, then I say keep it with the movies. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But because they they are, they did put out there that they did, you know, if Peter Jackson wanted to be involved and everything. So it seems like they're going to be keeping it the same. I don't know if he's like, I'm headed up the hill with the hobbits already. <laughs> I don't want to do any more shit. Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, interesting. It's going to be interesting. I think I just got myself more excited about it. It's kind Even of like, though none of that could be in it at all, but... I know. Um, it, It's kind of like Krypton, in a way, for me. Whereas at first I was like, that's a stupid idea. And then the more I heard and, and read about it, the more interested I got. So that's how they throw you off. You're like, your original, your initial response is, well, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah? Well, we're going to flip that on the head. And- well, we'll see you're stupid and we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll raise you. We'll raise you a brainiac. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. And uh, we'll For raise you an Adam Strange. Strange business in there. Have you watched Krypton yet? No. It's pretty good. It's good. I got to say, I'm liking it. See, I, I have to go. I don't go for pretty good no more. It has to be fucking spectacular or I'm not watching it. That's That's where I'm setting the bar. Above good. Good luck with that. Well, it's helping me weed out shit. (laughs) I don't want to watch a bunch of pretty good shows. I want to watch great shows. Yeah. Above average. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I got you. Because it's too much. Yeah. I don't want to be wasting time with, oh, it's okay. A lot of those. Yeah. Well, speaking of good shows. Laugh it up, fuzzball. This is not one of them. (laughs) Um, No, we have an update uh, Well, not really an update But As we know Ryan Johnson Has been given his own Trilogy To work with for Star Wars Some people Are going to be upset about that Whatever Yeah, I mean, people are fucking Seriously butthurt about all that shit. Man. I'm so tired of them. I am, too. Get over it, people. Because I've watched Last Jedi a couple more times recently. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love it more every time I watch it. Right? I think it's... Like I gotta watch it again. One of the, I think it's like one of the best Star Wars movies. Like, it's the first one out of... Since the originals that feels like a fucking Star Wars movie. I know. And I don't know why, but it just... Well, that's another thing I don't get, too, is that it basically is Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi right. in the same fucking movie. Yeah. But people like complain about the story. It's you know, Yeah. I'm like, it's pretty much the same as Empire for a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. There was the chase in the space, and yeah. Luke goes to see Yoda. That's the same with Rey going to see Luke yeah. while the chase is happening. 
it's very similar. And, and in the beginning, where they have to escape the base, and that is the same. And then instead of the battle at Hoth, they put that at the end. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which it wasn't really a battle, but. Yeah. But. <sighs> they're very similar. I hate, I just, I'm sick of the whining, and I'm sick of the, oh, well, I'm a true fan, so I don't like it, and blah, blah. Fuck you. <laughs> well, I just don't get it, because I'm like, I I mean, not to say I'm a bigger fan than anybody else, but I mean. No. It's, it's literally the first movie I've ever seen, as far as. Right, this. yeah. It's been a part of my life, my whole life. It's been a big part of our lives. Yeah, like it's that has been nothing has trumped. Ugh. I used the uh, the word that should not bad be. word. Uh, bad I word. Like, I'm gonna watch my tongue. Step right here. Uh, <laughs> I, feel, <laughs> I feel dirty. Um, but I, you know what I mean, like that. It's been it, the and it was it was a very important part of our friendship. Yeah, I mean that's the only other thing that's been in my life as long, right? Other than you, oh, Star Wars, and almost the same long amount of time, really. Yeah, basically, we kind of I don't know we didn't necessarily become friends because of Star Wars, but it was definitely a factor because we both loved Star Wars. We both had toys. And we both played together. Yeah. I still remember what you did with that Wookiee. <laughs> hey, man. I'm coming out. I don't care. I'm telling everybody. Have you looked at the shape of that toy? <laughs> Come on. Well, a good choice because it's already brown. <laughs> you thought nobody would know. Well, I know, sir. <laughs> Dude, this is pretty f***ed up right here. <sighs> But yeah, Star Wars. (laughs) It's a big deal to me and us. Exactly. I mean, look around my freaking room here. I got an entire wall of Star Wars shit. Yeah, it's just weird. Like I, I don't know. Like that movie made brought so much joy when I watched it. <laughs> I know, me too. And I can see a lot of the things that people would not like. And there are things about it that I don't like, but but overall, or I, that I would like to have seen different. Yeah, like most of it, I would like to see different. But I don't even know if that's Ryan Johnson's fault. Right, he was kind of painted into a weird corner with yeah what he had to do. You know, with Luke it's, and it's just so weird that it's there's such a such a divide now. That movie divided the Star Wars fans. You either hate it or you loved it. Yeah, and the people that hate it are like just like you know, like seriously, like fuck him. And I know, like I saw something today. Somebody commented, "Oh, I hate that movie. I'm never going to watch another Star Wars movie again." Blah blah blah. Well, fine, don't. Yeah, like the story about Ryan Johnson right now talking about what we're going to get into. Hell yeah. <laughs> the, the comments on that are just, you know. Yeah. They just. It's just. Uh, so much hatred. And, it's ridiculous. I know, I'm like, I don't. It's weird. Like, I, I don't want to think that it, it's any. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean you're, you know, racist or. Uh, Oh, right. Misogynist or something. But I mean, there are some, though. There's a lot of comments that end with, 
problems with the women in it or yeah i'm like i I totally didn't get that at all no like women telling guys what to do and you know like there was even somebody made a cut they took all the women out of it yeah (laughs) the fuck i don't even know what the hell that means like what is fucking stupid and they think it's an agenda there's an agenda to it that it's (sighs) you know what i mean it's such bullshit it's just our society has become so toxic and yeah. divided. And I know. It's, I mean... <sighs> but, despite all of that, the movie Star Wars is still going to go on. So, you people that don't want to see it anymore, fuck you, don't watch it. Don't watch the next one, I don't care. But <laughs> I don't care. But it's it did, it still did really well. It's still in like the top ten grossing films of all time. But I feel like I feel like in time it's gonna be looked back and be like, Wow, that was like a really good fucking movie. I hope the so. Same with Empire Strikes Back. Like when that came out, that didn't Oh yeah. That was very divisive and a yep. lot of people didn't mm-hmm. like that either. And I right. remember going to see that with you when I was a kid. When we went to first go see it. It was our first date. <laughs> so I had to walk in. Wow. But I didn't, I didn't leave that with a good feeling. Well, yeah, I mean. I mean, minus the Wookiee thing, but I mean. <laughs> uh, it's not a, a feel-good film. No, yeah. And it was like exactly. all my heroes, and I'm like. It's, it's a dark ending. The fuck? What's going on? Right. And what was I like? I was like five, okay? I was like five. So I didn't really understand that there was going to be another one. Right. Like, I didn't realize, like, oh, it's just part two of an ongoing. So to me, this was, oh, this is the next one. I don't feel like there's a guarantee. I mean, I figured. Right. But I'm like, I don't know when that is. Well, I mean, <laughs> when is I that mean, coming? What's yeah, happening? Luke's so hand. We're, yeah, we're left with dad, Luke's hand cut off. Yeah, but Vader's like, his father. Hans and Carbonite. It's not a good. It's, it's not, not a, no good times. And I remember being like totally emotionally <laughs> destroyed. And, and if that had been the last film, that would be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know if I didn't like it, but I remember I was like. Mm. I was completely bummed out by the one I left. I know. I remember that. I was like, what the fuck? Because I even remember we went to like Burger King after and we got like, <laughs> you know, remember the glasses they had? Yep. And I remember just having it and being like, cool. Like, it, <laughs> like I was just all the windows taken out of my fucking salesman. I'm like, what happened? What did I just watch? <laughs> the first one is such a, you know, like a, Good time, and this one was such a bummer. And I'm like, yeah, uh, oh. But it, but now that is my favorite of the trilogies. Yeah, no, it's a great movie. But I don't see. I was five, so I have no idea what was going on, right, in the world, the grown up world about it. But I know I heard that a lot of people were didn't like it. A lot of rev- critics didn't like it. Mm. Well, see, well, I feel like it's like the same thing. Like Force Awakens right. was a lot like a new hope, a new hope, and Last Jedi is a lot like well, Empire and right. So, so I think it's going to kind of fall in the same as time goes on and it's looked back on. Right. I feel like Last Jedi is probably going to be remembered as the strongest of the. And that's that's 
the other th- I think you might be right. Well, that's the other we thing. We still have a whole other movie to go, so we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then some things that people complain about in this movie, like the whole um, thing with Finn and Rose and DJ and stuff, they're acting like that's the end of it. Like, oh, that was this pointless part of the movie. But how do you know that we had just seen the beginning of like Rose's story or DJ's story or whatever? Yeah. And they might be playing a bigger part in the next movie. And this was their introduction. Yeah, I think what throws it off, too, is that it takes place right when the first one ends, and that never happens. Right, yeah. That's never happened. Unless you count Rogue One. (laughs) Well, but still, there was a little time there. Yeah, I got yeah. But, so I think that throws off the expectation of a story. Right. Because, I mean, it basically is them escaping making it to a base mm-hmm. and then escaping again. <laughs> right, yeah. Like the whole movie. But I don't know, for some reason I mean a lot of people have a problem with that the the uh the Empire didn't jump ahead of the ships and Yeah. But I I don't know. I always took it as they knew they had them and they were just toying with them. And right, yeah. Let, let's let them run out their fucking fuel which And they were trying to find out like where they were going to go. Well, I don't know. If- that was part of their plan. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. But I just felt like they were like, hey, they want to try to run. Let's let them have that little glimmer of hope just so they can each ship can slowly run out of fuel and then we'll just take them out. And right, yeah. So I felt like they were just fucking with them. Yeah. And enjoying it. That's kind of the, you know what I mean? Which makes would make sense. Which maybe that doesn't make a lot of sense in overall. I just but, said it made sense. But I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? People can complain about that. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah, I didn't either. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I just had to go because I just watched it and I was like, and I watched it with, with one of my buddies and he didn't like The Force Awakens at all. Really? Yeah. And... I was going to show him this one. I'm like, man, I don't know what the fuck he's going to say. Oh, yeah. I had a feeling he wasn't going to like it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, this is the best one since the originals. Like, no That's shit. That's how I feel about it. Wow. Because <laughs> I told him that a lot of people don't like it. I'm letting you know, if you don't like it, that's cool. But don't fucking ruin it for me. But we can, can never talk it, again. <laughs> <laughs> I will just have to take my movie back and then burn your motherfucking house down. <laughs> With one tear, just how much... And just end it all right there. But no pressure. Like it, don't like it, whatever you want to do. But I was like, oh, he's going to hate it. And I was going to fuck because he ruined fucking (laughs) Wonder Woman for me. Oh, I think you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it was really good, man. And I watched it. We got like 20 minutes and he's like, it's kind of corny, huh? I'm like, no. She's hopeful, damn it. Shut your face. And then I was watching, I was like, oh, shit, it is going. <laughs> you fucking ruined that. <laughs> you fucking asshole. It's like, it's weird. If I watch a movie with somebody, it's like I can feel how they're feeling about the movie. Oh, yeah. And it affects me. Do you yeah. get that, too? Like, if I can tell somebody's not digging it, 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 it affects my enjoyment <laughs> yeah. of it. I don't know. You're like a movie empath. <laughs> Or some shit. He needs more jujubes. <laughs> He's sad. <laughs> he shouldn't have got the big coke. 
There's still an hour to go. <laughs> His bladder's screaming right now. <laughs> but it's true. Like if I could, I could just tell that somebody's not digging it, and then it it affects me because I don't like making people watch shit that they don't like. And because I, I don't but like you that, you do that to me all to the me. time. I know, but that's our job, bitch. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's our duty. <laughs> oh, great. <sighs> All right, let's move on, shall we? Yeah, but we need to actually get to the story. Oh. <laughs> What's the story? What Ryan Johnson was talking about. Was Fascinating. <laughs> Speak. Maybe I can find it now. Oh, that was a lovely... <laughs> All right, I'll just give the excerpt here of what he wants to do. He spoke with IGN. Ooh. This is how his approach to developing the new trilogy. Ooh. And here we go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> We're just at the very beginning of figuring out what this new thing is going to be. Nice. But part of the excitement of it is really trying to hone in on what Star Wars, what is Star Wars? What, what is was Star Wars? Wars for me the first time I saw it when I was a little kid? What are the combination of elements that just made me want to jump into the screen and maybe want to go home and instantly start telling my own stories? Hmm. There was a longer quote that I read somewhere, but... That's what she said. What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this still part of the thing? All right, it's a little more, actually. (laughs) See, once you get past the things that are the, you know, the iconic things of Star Wars... Once you say, okay, if it doesn't have the Falcon, if it doesn't have someone with Skywalker as their last name, if you don't go to Tatooine, what is it? What is it at its essence? What? It's really, shut the fuck up, an exciting question, and I think it's something that has to be answered at some point. So let's figure it out. Let's figure it out! So, to me, that sounds like, you know, he's on the right path there. Yeah. I think so. But that's really what it is, comes down to. Like, what is the essence of that? What is the Without essence? Skywalkers and... And then the comments after that, and that's why. We don't need the stupid comments. <laughs> Just but, more proof that people suck. Yeah, but see, I'm, I'm really... I think... I'm really interested in to see what he's got. I am too. I'm very interested. I'm like after Last Jedi. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I think, <laughs> yeah, you take the Skywalkers out of it. I mean, that will be weird, but that's it. Will be. It's necessary though, because well, I mean, there's not really any left. Yeah. See, that's the one thing about the Ray thing that I don't like is that since the numbered ones are the Skywalkers, she should have been a Skywalker, even though it's it's. It's the easy road to go and predictable. Right. But it really should have happened because... Well, we don't know for sure that she's not, necessarily. Yeah, but I guess Simon Pegg was talking about oh, at this J.J. Point, that would be weird. He was talking about J.J. had plans originally. Yeah. So with him coming out and saying that, I think it kind of mm. seems unlikely he's going to change it. Yeah. Because this one, that's the one thing that feels weird. It's not really... A Skywalker part of the story. I mean, it's not really a Skywalker focused trilogy. Right. I mean, other than Kylo Ren, but I mean, you know, the other ones were, it was kind of the center of the tale, 
Yeah. That's why they were supposed to be the numbered ones are the Skywalker ones. So she's like the main character. I mean, she's not a Skywalker. Doesn't make sense completely. But what are you going to do? I still liked it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Can we move on now? And another thing. If you ever put that Wookiee (laughs) in my cookie one more time. <laughs> no, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. Don't put the walkie in my cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. All right, hit the button. Let's move it on here. Jesus. All right, I'll just laugh it up, fuzzball. Hey, speaking of walkies and cookies. <laughs> Uh, so next up, we have some information that the BBC is doing a reboot of War of the Worlds. That's War of the Worlds. <laughs> War of the Bloody War Worlds. Bollocks. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Bollocks. We got a little about here right here if you'd like to hear it. Here goes. Cameras are now rolling on a three part BBC adaptation of The War of the Worlds. Fascinating. The first ever British television adaptation of the material. And this one is actually retaining the setting of the Wells novel. Mm. It's written by Peter Harness and directed by Craig Viveros. Viveros? The three parter stars. Rafe Spall, Eleanor Tomlinson, Rupert Graves, and Robert Carlyle. The story follows. George and his partner, Amy, as they attempt to start a life together. Graves oh. is, is Frederick, George's elder brother, and Carlyle plays Ogilvy, an astronomer and scientist. The show follows them as they face the escalating terror of the alien invasion. Mm. Harness had this to say about the adaptation. <clears throat> the version, <laughs> this version of World of Worlds that I wanted to make is the one that's faithful to the tone and the spirit of the book, but which also feels contemporary, surprising, and full of shocks, a collision of sci-fi, period drama, and horror. That's it. Oh, great. That's kind of interesting. It doesn't yeah. say when it's coming out exactly, but... War of the Worlds is a really cool story. And there's been various versions. Some good, some not so good. Tom Cruise. What's <laughs> Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Actually, yeah, I, like, I don't mind that one, actually. I Yeah, I like that one. I just don't like that he's in it, because I don't like Tom Cruise. <laughs> I don't like Tom Cruise. I don't like Tom Cruise. <laughs> I don't like Tom Cruise. Tell me why. I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I like Tom Cruise about as much as I like Chewbacca up my butt. (laughs) No, that's not true, because. Never mind. You do like it. mm, So. You like it goes (laughs) all up in your colon, like. (laughs) Motorboat in your colon. <laughs> it does tickle, I'll say that much. 
Oh, jeez. Anyway, so um, it'd be yeah, this could be cool. Uh, War of the Worlds, another uh, a new uh, War of the Worlds adaptation. You got me all fucked up. I'm sorry. I wouldn't mind seeing that. BBC, I think they could do a good job of it. British folk always add a uh, certain level of class. <laughs> Makes it real classy, like <laughs> they make it real classy. Them British folks, everything they do real classy. <laughs> like Benny Hill, that's classy. Oh yeah, it's classy. That's classy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. All right, so let's move on to our last story, shall we? Okay. There wasn't. They don't have any like. Release date or anything, right? No, it didn't okay. have anything there. Next. Our final story. Laugh it up, fuzzball. This is something I have already expressed my opinion on, but you wanted to talk about it, so here we go. And that is that Steven Spielberg has recently stated that he could see the next movie, Indiana Jones movie, being the last for Harrison Ford, but he could also see... <laughs> Uh, them doing the character as a woman afterwards. Or somehow, something. Somehow, somehow. What was your opinion? I didn't hear that. My opinion, which I stated on the Weeby Geeks <clears throat> podcast, which if you folks haven't listened to that, go ahead Don't and Don't be plugging it. shit on here. Oh, listen. I'm going to plug it! I'm going to plug it! <laughs> no, I'm just joking. We be Geeks, Wiki Radio, oh. and the of Geeks. Those are all the podcasts that I do. Check them out. They're not as good as this one, of course. But they're, you know. Don't say that. <laughs> you want you want people to listen. Like it's not as good as this one. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, but anyway, so my thought was, I'm okay with it, as long as he did he as long as they do it as like a relative of Indiana Jones, like a, a granddaughter or daughter or whatever. And probably at this point, it'd probably be better as a granddaughter. So as long but as how they does kept- he. Kept it part of the family. I'd be okay with it. Yeah, but I mean, you'd have to call it something else. I would think. I mean, I- no, you wouldn't. But here's the one thing that I don't like, and I hope he was joking when he said this. But he did also say in the article I read that, oh, we, we'd ha- of course we'd have to change the name to Indiana Jones. Like, no, don't do that. That's just stupid. Just keep it. In- How about we like Tallahassee Tina or something? <laughs> <laughs> He's making a whole new motherfucker. Just <laughs> <laughs> we need the dog. <laughs> See, that's the movie I go. Oh, shit. Oh, that just, like, flows nicely. I like that. Oh, you're killing me. Tell Tina. I like that. Sure, see, why not? See, it's just Harrison. He's Indiana Jones, man. You yeah, can't replace that. Yeah, but he's also that. old as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but... So you... You're- but I don't think going forward, because... An India Jones character doesn't work in modern day. So you would just rather them stop? Stop or go back into a period. What, like a young Indiana Jones again? Yeah, but like 
slightly older than young <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> you know, because they had young Indiana Jones already, and I don't remember how far they went up on there, but... Uh, maybe, like, his late teens, right? Maybe early 20s? I think so, yeah. And the earliest story in the movies is Temple of Doom, as far as I know. So... There's still a maybe a I don't know ten year gap there. You could maybe, but because as a you know, like it doesn't. A lot of it doesn't work nowadays. I mean, what's what's there to explore? I mean, every everything's known now. <laughs> not everything, but I mean, not really. There's still. I mean, still plenty of stuff. Where? Where? <laughs> Where they do fucking shows about it on like the travel channel and shit. Yeah, they don't have a fucking Congo, but they go searching. Go in the Congo, that's kind of unexplored. But come on, come Come on, (laughs) come on. Under the water, they can. That's not really explored that well. But I mean, the Amazon is plenty of fucking shit in the Amazon. They're still finding new species of animals. Well, yeah, but I mean, back then. Back then, back then, <laughs> you know, there's no technology. There's no. It just has a certain air of mystery to it, anyway, because it just adds to that element to it for me. That's, you know what I'm saying? You don't see it. I know what you're saying. I'm trying to think of a better way to explain but it, but I think it. Could, I still think it could work. But like if it's a, but I don't want to. It's going to be like like Laura Croft or you know basically. I know. Yeah, that's true too. It would just be like Laura Croft. Because you know she's a Tomb so Raider. Why not? Oh, you just do Tomb Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. See if they did like a furthering tales of young indie. Because even that old indie, I think this one's going to be like in the sixties. Oh yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, so Something I'm like, like that. that's kind of a weird time. Is he going to meet Austin Powers? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Indiana Jones, you say. <laughs> oh, doing, fighting Dr. Evil. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well. I I don't know. I, it's not because it's a woman. It's just, it's just a different No, I see what you're saying. You know it's a mean? timey issue of it. Because I wouldn't want to see them just do it as a reboot with a female Indiana Jones. Yeah, because that's... I mean, what are you going to do? Go back into the 30s and have a woman, Indiana Jones, all of a sudden? That's just... That wouldn't work with the time period. That's just fucking lame. Yeah. That's and, the other thing. you got to keep... If you do that, you got to keep in mind the history yeah. of the world, which didn't treat women, you know, so great. Well, yeah. Well, they're still not really doing that. Well, yeah. Fucking gangbusters on that right now. Even <laughs> it's worse. So... I don't know. We'll see what happens. I just, I'm like, just do another character. Tallahassee Tina. That one's for free. <laughs> <laughs> do it up. <laughs> My blessings. <laughs> Tala- it's all you. <laughs> Tallahassee Tina. <laughs> do you like a theme song like that? You even gave him a theme song. Huh? You even gave him a theme song. That's all I got, though. But right. do it like an old western-y kind of... Tallahassee, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on, shall we? 
Okay. So, is that all you have? That's it? <clears throat> yeah. All right. So that was the end of our story. So now it's time for... Laugh it up, fuzzball. The Keeper Recommendations of the Week. Keeper <laughs> Recommendations of the Week. <laughs> so, you got anything for us? I have a few things. Do you uh, have something? No. Um, do yours now. No, I don't have anything this week. You don't? No. Okay, I have a couple things. Other than I recommend you listen to the Keepers of the Fringe podcast. Oh, boy. Well, they're already listening. If they heard that, you fuck. <laughs> you don't know. This might be their first time listening. But they have to be listening to hear you say listen to us. Well, I recommend you listen more. <laughs> Tell a friend. Tell a fr- I recommend you tell a friend. Tell your mother. Tell your father. Tell your relatives. Tell your sister. Your sister loves movies, right? T- tell you. Tell your brother. <laughs> <laughs> recommend the keepers. Recommend that you recommend the keepers. All right, go ahead. Okay. My first recommendation. Hate it. Is I've been on this serious kung fu kick lately. Ah. I got like Bruce Lee. Excellent. Jackie Chan. Excellent. Sonny Chiba. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and like a samurai thing too. And I bought the, it's a sixth movie collection of Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh. Which is based off of like a 70s manga. Yes. And. I've only watched three of the movies. Which is still around, by the way, I believe. Yeah, well, there's like different versions going yeah, around. And, yeah. But I've heard about it for a long time, off sure, and sure, on. Sure. But, but the movies are fucking great. Are they? I really enjoy them. No shit. I watched three in a row. Wow. And I was like, oh shit. And you never <laughs> I have to go to sleep. To, you never thought to bring them for me to watch, huh? Well, I ain't done watching them yet. You but it has like a gr- grindhouse vibe, like the music and stuff, and it's done like oh, the seventies. Really? But it's way elevated. I mean, it's not anywhere in that same realm right, yeah. of the execution. It's just you know, it's like he's a disgraced. He was the like the rulers. I can't remember a lot of the terminology of it. He was like the executioner of the shogun or the emperor. Yeah, but he was called something else. And <clears throat> he was, like, set up and betrayed, and his family was killed. And he, it's a revenge tale, you know. Mm-hmm. Him and his son. He takes his son. At the beginning, he's, like, after his wife dies, his son was, like, really young at that, maybe, like, a year old or something at that point. Right. And he, gave, he had, a, like, a ball and a sword. And he put his sword in the ground and put the ball down. He said, I'm letting you choose. Which one do you want? Hmm. He's like, I know you don't understand me, but <laughs> if my blood will show you what to choose, you know, if you're supposed to be the sword, right. you, you know what I mean? Either you join your mother or you're coming with me. And he picks the sword and he's like, you should have picked <laughs> to go with your mom. But, and he's like, now we're just outcasts and he has no code and he's bringing hell with him. Nice. It's fucking awesome. It's so good that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch the rest of it. Mm. And it's so crazy because he's like walking around with a baby carriage, basically. (laughs) (laughs) 
And he is the most badass motherfucker, man. He has killed more people in these three movies than Arnold Schwarzenegger has ever killed in all of his movies. But nice. And, like, heads flying over the limbs. That's just... It's fucking awesome. Cool. And the fucking stroller is all kitted out with fucking guns and all kinds of crazy oh, really? shit. Yeah, like it's like, wow, what the fuck? <laughs> it's really fucking good. That's awesome. So I'm recommending that. Cool. Like, I mean, I'm sure in the mangas, I've been hearing that's awesome, but. Uh, uh, I don't think I've ever read any of them, but I know of them. But yeah, Lone Wolf and Cubby find I found the whole collection on like eBay for like 30 bucks or something. Oh, it's not bad. But I noticed it again, and it was like $100. I'm like, what? Whoa. Did I just happen to get it at a lull or something? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently. Like, somebody bought one. I'm going to jack it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. And then another thing I have is I bought Fright Night 1 and 2 off eBay on Blu-ray, that also comes with the Fright Night documentary. That and it says that it's licensed to make this, so as far as I know, it's above board and it's legit. Mm. But Fright Night Two has been—it's <clears throat> impossible to find a copy of that. I mean, you can kind of find some here and there, but well, it's actually gone down lately. It's maybe in the thirty-dollar range, but right. I think they're bootlegs mm. because there's been a whole thing. Menendez brothers were involved. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. That whole thing yeah. affected the movie, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But the set is really cool. Like, the, I watched the documentary. It was really great. And it's nice to finally have a copy. I mean, it is on YouTube, Friday Night 2. Oh, yeah. So that was cool to be able to get that. And that was, like, in the 30 range, too. I think maybe a little less. Hmm. Cool. And it's cool that the the star of that Julie Carmen of Fright Night 2 just recently followed us on Twitter, which was kind of cool. Welcome to our Twitter. Maybe I mean, she probably give us a listen. <laughs> I mean, I followed her first, but I was like, that's cool. I'm like, I know who that is. Oh, that's cool. Right? She's following us. That's cool. Nice. Um, so thanks for that. Yep. And now in the game world, I am playing this game for the PSVR called Crystal Rift. Mm. Which is like a old school, like the nineties dungeon crawlers. Oh, cool! In VR, which is <clears throat> that's fucking, awesome. It's fucking cool. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very basic. I mean, you know, there's like skeletons, and yeah, yeah, fucking mummies and slime monsters and shit. Is it pixelated or no? Oh, it's it's got like updated, like modern graphics to some degree. Yeah, mm. it, it is, but it looks it's very basic looking though. Right? Yeah. Like, you can play it out of VR, I think, which I'm like, you'd probably play for like, (laughs) you know, five minutes and be like, wow, this is fucking lame. I don't know. I used to love those. But it is pretty fucking cool. And I've I've noticed that the more I'm playing, I'm getting better at it because I played for like hours and I didn't feel weird. Yeah. Or nauseous or anything. It has a lot of, there's another cool thing too. It has like a lot of settings for comfort Mm -hmm. levels to, so you can find a good. That's cool. Because I'm pretty, get queasy pretty easily on that shit. Mm. <clears throat> You're queasily? Queasily. <laughs> but it's pretty damn fun. Cool. Sounds fun. Yeah, like if you like old school dungeon crawlers, just walking through with your sword and fighting skeletons and mm. getting past booby traps and shit and getting treasures. Treasures. 
It's pretty long too. I mean, it's, most of those games are pretty short. Yeah. This one has like 20 levels and I'm only on level, I think okay. the beginning of level eight. Wow. And I've put quite a couple hours into it. So quite a few already. Cool. And lastly, <sighs> there is a game called Bound for the VR that I've been playing, which I have to get back to. I was going to maybe save this till I actually beat it, but. <clears throat> I'm still, because I'm not 100% on what's going on in the story, because mm. you start off as a woman, a pregnant lady, and you're walking on the beach, <laughs> and then it goes into this magical realm or whatever, and there's a queen and a princess, and you're playing as the princess. <laughs> I get to be a little girl, <laughs> but but no, like, they, they're faceless. <laughs> okay. and, and there's a... the. Uh, and you you dance a lot, like you you're kind of doing like ballet through the <laughs> levels. I know about it this? doesn't. It sounds weird, but <laughs> yeah, it does. It's really cool. Like the the world that is created in there is so now it's so beautiful and it's so creative. Are you sure and, this is a VR game and not just like a, <laughs> just fever a dream, dream I had, had or something? <laughs> I was a ballerina. <laughs> no, like it's really bizarre and because yeah. it keeps it keeps flipping to these. After you finish the stage, it kind of shows some kind of like childhood trauma memory things going on. Hmm. So I feel like there's, there's more under the hood there than, you know, I'm still early into it, but it, it's really is beautiful to look at. And wow. it's, it is really cool. It has a lot of cool different settings for that too, because there's a lot of motion and you're like, and I tried to just do it on, without any of the safeguards for that. Mm. And I was like, oh, <laughs> must <laughs> flip me no back way, on no. the. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, a lot of times I just stopped and was looking around like, holy shit. Like, it just, it's fucking beautiful. Hmm. And you can play that out of VR too, but I just well, I don't think it would be. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of, it's like, it's a platformer kind of. Like, you're just kind of moving from one area to the next. And. Hmm. There's a little, you don't really fight so far. It's just like something, these things will latch on to you. Hmm. And you kind of do like a fucking pirouette or some shit, <laughs> like out of it. You're like, do it. Interesting. Yeah, it, it is really, it's really cool. And so, yeah, if any VR people out there, those are a couple of good ones. Oh, oh. and real quick, Knockout League 2, which is basically VR punch out. Ah. And it's a good little workout there too. I did it for like an hour, and I was like, I got a good like good sweat going. I was like, oh, oh really? That's cool. I didn't even do any of the boxing. I was just doing all the training shit. <laughs> you do like a speed bag and just oh yeah, and all kinds of stuff. I was like, well, that's that was cool. kind of cool. Cool. All right, I'll shut up now. All right, so there's your recommendations for the week. Uh, now it's time for the Keepers Movie Review of the Week. Keepers Movie Review of the Week. Laugh it up, fuzzball. <clears throat> so this week we watched a little movie called Crime Wave, uh, which came out in 1985, and uh, it was written by the Cohen brothers. Interesting. And Sam Raimi. And Sam Raimi, who also I directed. Have 1986. I have 1985 here. 85, 86. Anyway. 86, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, so it was written by the Coen Brothers with Sam Raimi, who also directed Sam Raimi. Uh, it stars Louise Lasser, Brian James, Paul L. Smith, and a host of others. Uh, so we're gonna do we're gonna do things a little differently uh, than we've been doing. Uh, we're still gonna do the good, the bad, and the nitpicky, but instead of separating it, good, bad, and nitpicky, we're just gonna talk about the film and mention what we found good, bad, and nitpicky as we go. Oh, I suppose I should read the synopsis, huh? I didn't read the synopsis. I just realized. (laughs) (laughs) A pair of whacked-out cartoon-like exterminator hitmen (laughs) kill the owner of a burglar alarm company and stalk the partner who hired him, his wife, and a nerd framed for the murder who tells a story in flashback from the electric chair. (laughs) Very good. Uh, So? This has... Paul L. Smith, which was the guy that played uh, Bluto in the Popeye movie. That's the only thing I can really think of. Oh, no shit. And Brian James, which he was in all kinds of shit. He was in a Blade Runner and hmm. 48 Hours. If you've seen him, you would know who the fuck he is. Yeah. If you don't by the name already. Oh, and it, oh, of course, being that it was a Sam Raimi movie, it also starred one of the greatest actors of all time, Mr. Bruce Campbell. In one of his one of his best roles. Well, a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. For what he was in in it. Yeah, he wasn't a major player in the movie, but he had a pretty substantial part. Yeah, and he was fucking awesome. Bruce oh, he was so awesome. Had <laughs> sound effects and everything. Yeah, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> so right there, there's one of the really good things of the, of, about the movie. I know, it's weird. When you're telling it, it's like, how is this movie not so well known? Or I know. The Coen brothers, Sam Raimi, Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell. Come on. Francis McDermott. Francis McDermott's in it. A bit, kind of. A bit part, but. There's a nun that doesn't talk, but. Yeah. Um. This it just sounds at all, yeah. But it, it did not do well. I guess the, the flop of this movie actually led into him wanting to do Evil Dead Two. Ah. And he actually, you can see some of the techniques in the way it was filmed. I was going to say this is definitely a Sam Raimi film. You can definitely see, yeah, it's some of that like manic energy to yeah. it. That- <laughs> and even for not being like a horror film, like. Like, Evil Dead's more horror. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, the first one is more of a straight horror than... Even Evil Dead 2, it's a horror comedy. Yeah, like, this is... I think this is the movie right before Evil Dead 2. Right. So there's there's elements you see in Evil Dead 2 that you will see in this movie. Like you said, the camera. Yeah, some camera tricks. Camera tricks and, and... so that you can definitely see Sam Raimi's influence. Yeah. And it's 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 awesome. Yeah, I, it's pretty great. I like there's so many like little techniques that I like that he, he used. Yeah. And he seems to have a, like an affinity for that like the old school Hollywood like yeah. the way that talked like Right, the, yeah, yeah. And it has that. I mean it was like a current day at yeah. the time thing, but it had a feel of like the 40s and like some of the dialogue and stuff. Right. 
And uh, this movie was, it was, this movie was funny. <laughs> it was, they had well, some great stuff in it. The exterminator guy. Oh, oh, it's, it's just weird because they're hired awesome. to kill the guy, like by his, um, cause it, there was the burglar alarm company or whatever, and they were partners, and the partner heard that the one guy was going to sell it out from under him. To Bruce Campbell. To Bruce Campbell. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, that's why he wanted him to kill him. Right. So the, he hires them to kill him, but then he his wife is like looking through the binoculars at, out of their apartment, and because she can see that he's the there, and she's like, oh, what's going on? Why is he there? And he's like... Very badly trying to play it off. Like, I don't know. Like, like <laughs> yeah. I know what he's there for. I'll go check. And he goes over to the check. After he yelled, get away from the fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a wicked bad poker face, man. <laughs> like, he was just screaming, I'm guilty. But he goes over to check just so, to appease her. And he goes in there. And then Brian, is that the Brian James guy? Yeah. Yeah, he played. Uh, oh, what the hell was his name in the movie? Uh, I couldn't. Oh, he was Arthur. He was Arthur. Right? <laughs> he was awesome. He was. It's so weird because he's such a big dude, but in this movie, he looked like so yeah. small and like yeah. wiry and like yeah. He talked like this. <laughs> he had like a weird like yeah. It was awesome. A weaselly uh, fucking laugh like. <laughs> <laughs> So he winds up killing the guy that hired them. So they're never getting paid for the job. But it didn't seem to really matter. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the other guy, the Paul Smith guy. He's the one that's like... <laughs> he has such a weird voice. <laughs> he sounded like a Muppet, and I can't think of which one yeah. it is. But hey, I told you. It's all- <laughs> and I love when fucking people like mutter shit on yeah. him. Like Popeye. Like... That shit cracks me up. He's always like just saying like random shit. Like, no, I gotta kill you tomorrow. I'll kill you in a minute. Uh, I shouldn't have let you go. <laughs> yeah, so just picture those two voices coming out. It was fucking awesome. Oh, man. It was, it was like a so cartoon. Good. It was so good. It was like a cartoon. Yeah. In so many ways. There was all like cartoon noises and shit. And it was like, a lot like a cartoon. But it was like a very dark cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a lot of cartoon, like a lot of stuff you would, would you would not be surprised to see in a cartoon. Yeah. Like, you know, a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something. Yeah, a lot of banging heads and the, little, <laughs> the noises, the dunk. Yeah, just the whole just the whole storyline too. Um. See, this movie is I I saw this movie when I was a kid and I rented it and I had no idea. This is before Evil Dead 2, so I didn't know who the fuck Sam and Raimi was. I must have not, you know? Right, yeah. But I remember seeing it, and it always stuck with me. And I was like, what the fuck was that movie that I saw? <laughs> and I used to try to explain it to people, and people were like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, I know it's real. But I didn't know what it was called. I didn't know who the fuck was in it. I couldn't remember anything. And then we didn't have internet then, so I couldn't look it up, and I was like... It took me like twenty something years to find this. Now it's on fucking Blu-ray. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I know that was weird. When you brought it over, you're like, oh, I got a, I got Crime Wave on Blu-ray. I'm like, we never watch movies on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> we got fancy. Our movies don't come on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I remember years ago, somebody made me like a a bootleg copy of this movie because you couldn't buy it. Yeah. And I was like. 
and then we found it. I was like, oh shit, that's the movie I've been thinking about my whole fucking life. And I was like, I needed to have it. And they graciously, you know, they made a copy for me, and I was very thankful for that. And I was like, yes, finally, my whole, you know. And then we watched it, and I was like, (laughs) what a crazy-ass movie. (laughs) It was a crazy-ass movie. You know what? I don't even... I don't even really have anything bad or nitpicky to say about it. I don't either, really. Really? I think it, it I felt just, like it slowed down a little bit for me, because I did yeah, fall asleep there for a minute. It kind of changed um, focus, because it started out with the exterminators trying to kill the guy, the security, and then it went into this thing with uh, the the nerdy guy, which I hate to call him that, because... Yeah, he he saw this girl and he, yeah. he liked her and she yeah. was way out of his league. So then it became a focus of them and him trying to win her. Yeah. But she then, was hung up on Bruce Campbell. I'm like, you can't follow Bruce Campbell, man. You no, know, I'm sorry, dude. Bruce, you just we're talking out. about young Bruce Campbell, young too. Bruce. So he's a hunk of hunk of man. <laughs> a man. <laughs> but still smooth as ever. I'm like, just hang it up, man. Yep. Even though he was kind of the bad guy. You just, you just can't beat him. You can't hate him. You can't be mad you at can't. him. You can't. You can't be mad at Bruce Campbell. <laughs> you, can't. you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. But yeah, so it like changed focus and became like the end of the movie was a car chase with the exterminator guys and the nerdy guy oh, Nathan. No, that was Vic. Huh, Victor. Victor. The nerdy guy. Nathan. Where'd I get that from? Nathan. Victor and the woman he, who, <laughs> Nancy, how could I forget that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was name. weird. Like, that's the part where, because after they killed the two guys in the store, the guy's wife was, he was putting one of the bodies in the car and she right. was still looking out the window. And he's like, you didn't see nothing. <laughs> yep. And then she's like, ah! Like so then that point, he runs in, he gets into the, to their house, their, um, whole, not a hotel, but their apartment building, and he tracks her down because mm. he's going to kill her because she witnessed and saw what was going on. And that's where I felt like it started slowing down for me. And then the other guy was just, I don't know, sometimes he was driving his car. They were just all over the place in yeah. this one block of town. I know. It was <laughs> like, weird. they'd be in a building, and then they would be in a different building, or yeah. they'd be outside somewhere, <laughs> right. or then he'd be just driving his car. I'm like, why? What the hell's going on? I know. On? It was weird. But it all worked. Yeah. It I mean, just, if you looked it at it like just, a big cartoon, it was kind of... Yeah, it was just fun. So, uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's go to the the rating, shall we? All right, so... Our rating system on Keepers of the Fringe is a little different than your typical rating system. We do a rating system of one through five. However, a rating of one is a movie that is bad, but it ain't good. A rating of two is a movie that just is just right. You know, wasn't bad, but really wasn't good. Just kind of was. A middle of road kind of. Yeah. A rating of three is a movie that's bad, but there's still some entertainment to be found there, even if it's just making fun of the fucking thing. A rating of four is a movie that's so bad, it's actually good. And a rating of five is an actual general, an actual genuine bona fide good movie. So, with that being said, 
what are we going to give this movie? What do you think? <sighs> I'm curious to hear what you say. I, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and give it a five. Five? Mm-hmm. We should have like a little bell or something. Ding, ding, ding. First five on the show. Ding. Ding, ding. Oh, shit. It is, huh? Yeah. I fucking love this movie. I thought it was a hell of a lot of fun. It's Sam Raimi. It's good stuff. I enjoyed it. The guys, the the experimented guys were cracking me up. There's a couple of things that they said that I won't repeat, but there was some good (laughs) shit. There was some good shit. Yeah, it's good. And I just enjoyed the hell out of it. So I'm going to go with a five. Wow. Yeah. I feel the pressure now. Yeah. Because I don't know if I can do five. Well, then don't. We don't always have to agree. I know, but it's a big deal. It's the first five. First five. First five. First five. <laughs> uh, I was going to go with a 4.5, but then I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, mm, nah, I'm going to go five. But I don't know if it's a full-blown good movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of on that fence, too. I'm like, meh. I mean, I love everyone that's involved with it. I got to go 4.5. You know what? I'm going to, Yeah. I hate to do it, but I got to go back. I got to pull it back. You took away the five? I took, I'm taking away the five. Oh, man. I'm going to go with a 4.5. Yeah. Yeah. It was a 4.5. Yeah. yeah. It, I don't know if it really... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm going to go to 4.5. It's definitely worth a watch, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're a fan of any of those people, I mean... Oh, yeah, definitely. You've got to check it out. Unless you're a fan of Frances McDermott, because she really didn't have much of a point. I just was like, holy shit, is that Frances McDermott? (laughs) He's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's... Other than that, I don't think I ever saw her again. Maybe at the end. I don't know. All right. So there you go. the Cohen Brothers, Sam Raimi... Bruce Campbell. Oh, yeah. Ted Raimi's in it for a second. Yes. Uh, Sam Raimi's fucking car that's in all of his movies is yep. in it. Um, Paul Smith, the Brian James guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all good. It's all good. So there you go. Uh, 4.5 from The Keepers. Definitely worth checking out. So uh, that's our movie review of the week. And now it's time to, now it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> uh, K-E-E-P-E-R <laughs> of the fucking French. <laughs> of the French. Hey, ho! What do you do? Know? <laughs> <laughs> right, but before we do that, we want to... Um, I want to let you all know, first of all, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can email us on at keepersofthefringe at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at K-O-T-F-R, and you can find us on Facebook on our Keepers of the Fringe Facebook page. And also, Chris doesn't want me to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm uh, going to send out a plea. Oh. It, if you're listening and you've been a faithful listener, we love you guys. We appreciate you. We need your help. We need <laughs> you. <laughs> it's not a telethon. It's not a telethon. Or a pyramid scheme. We need you to go to um, iTunes, Stitcher, to whatever. Yeah, there's uh, a couple other ones. I don't. Yeah, there is. Uh, whatever you 
whatever app you are listening to this on, we would really appreciate it if you could show us some support and give us a rating and or a review. We would really appreciate it. It it will help us get other listeners. It will help us grow and it will help us get better. Just, well, just please be nice. Yeah, if you be have nice. any suggestions on the, yeah, I feel like we could get better. I just don't know. We just need your help. If if you have some thoughts, some suggestions, some ideas, put them get, put them in a review. To stop Chris to stop being such a dipshit. <laughs> I don't know if I can help that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't improve without your help. Well, we can, but we usually don't. And so. We just need some help. And we know we have some listeners because we've heard others using some of our bits. And uh, so just return the favor and (laughs) give us a rating and a review. And that's all I have to say. We would appreciate it. So thank you for listening. No pressure, though. I mean, you know, if you can do it, that'd be nice. But I don't want to feel like we're begging. I'm fucking begging. Please. (laughs) Please. Why do we need the approval of others? We don't. But what we need is, the way the system works is, if they give us ratings and review, it helps us to expand so other people can find us, and we can spread our wondrous joy to others. (laughs) See? See how that works? I don't know. Anyway, just... (laughs) Yeah. But no, but yeah, we and also we could use some uh, feedback. It's nice to have feedback from people. I guess. We want to have a community. We want the Keepers of the Fringe to be a community. <laughs> and we can only do that if we have... The community? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if we know, you know, if we have contact with, with people out in our community. All right, so... You're right, I guess. I damn Just right. listen to what he says. Don't mind what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate. I appreciate either if you do or don't. If you listen, you don't. Whatever. I appreciate anything that you, any, any time that you've wasted with us. I appreciate that. And speaking of wasting time, (laughs) (laughs) all right. So that's going to do it for us for this evening. Uh, So as always. He's Chris. I'm Derek. We are the Keepers of the Fringe. And in the immortal words of Eric Cartman. Great, you guys. I'm going home. Good night, everybody. Bye. Au revoir, mes amis. No. Bad French. (laughs) Good night. Bye. We like movies. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good start.